0: ear more ear more
1: ear more ear more pod
0: yeah i'm glad we're here man i'm glad we're finally doing it um you know like we said before i think the only way to intro it is to be like yo like this is something that we do right like building these playlists listening to music kind of me using it for uh the inspo and like trying to figure out what things to take away from certain artists um also just being a fan of the music but you know just I guess my ears are a little perked up differently these days and um and yeah you know you doing your thing with just music discovery and trying to see mm-hmm. like where all this shit really lands um and how we can push it a little bit further you know so I'm excited we're doing this for sure
1: yeah and I think um mm-hmm. uh, I know my main thing was like a non i think there's not a lot of non-pretentious just music discussions um that aren't like super deep music nerd stuff but just kind of appreciation and more about the art of discovery and what you enjoy about music rather than is stuff good or bad or why it's cool and all that so um and and then just how you listen to it right we both listen to stuff very differently and i think that's uh something that I think we'll learn, even even though we've known each other for so long, we'll even learn about each other's ears um, that way. So oh, yeah. we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens,
0: man. Um, you no, know, a lot of a lot of wild wild things happening. You know, we're also in quarantine, so definitely exactly. got a lot of time to listen. But um, we got. I was I was peeping all the like little Richard old little Richard clips, and they kind of had me. I don't know. I felt like, I was like, I know about Little Richard. I know his music, yeah. like, uh, as a background to my life. But, mm-hmm. um, and I think my earliest memory of Little Richard is, like, Sesame Street.
1: Where, where I, he yeah. was just,
0: like, kind of, he was that guy. Yeah. Um But I don't know enough about about him or, like, you know, the, just being kind of, like, him him being the the father the architect of rock and roll
1: of rock and roll yeah it's I think one like when everybody when these like huge artists die I think it's such an interesting you know everyone loves to have like 2020 of the past and like how you know what they did for the culture um but I really wish that I think he's like such. He was such an interesting character that I kind of wish he, you know, hadn't been. He, we would have had like our era of content when he was like younger and as wild of a, of a person that he, that he was.
0: Because mm-hmm. he's
1: just like made for this era of just like. And I think our childhood got like a, a taste of that. He popped up in so many like little. Weird spots on TV shows and movies and stuff, um, and that was like kind of the end of his career where he was just this weird kind of character. But um, yeah. yeah, he doesn't get the get enough of the love and the credit. I think you don't even we don't we don't think about him as the person that really started this whole thing. Um, you know, as a black man back then, but also from Georgia, from from Georgia but also a gay man back in the, you know there's just so many layers to him yeah. and uh, I I always think about he's kind of like the black Liberace, like to me where I think there's probably a period of time when he just like was popping when he first came out and like Tutti Fruity and all that where he had like 18 I was reading something that he had like 18 hits within the span of like 18 in like 18 months and I'm and he was just doing his thing. But I wonder how many people were like, there's something odd about this boy. Because <laughs> I was reading about how, like, his dad didn't let him wear a pompadour until he had a hit because his dad, uh, like, kicked him out of the house and everything. But then when he became, like, a, a musician, he was like, all right, now you can have crazy hair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he's just, like, a wild character, but just really set set the bar for Elvis and... Chuck Berry and all those guys, which is kind of the beginning of it all. And the Beatles, we wouldn't have the Beatles without him. So, and Hendrix his, played.
0: Yeah, Hendrix playing. Like, he played in his James band, Brown, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. wild. I forget wild. So. I forget who he had on drums, but he was just kind of, yeah, he kind of, he set the path for a lot of people. It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I hope that, you know, I hope he gets... A retrospect, you know, it'd be, I would love like a, a little Richard movie and set like that and get more content about how interesting he was. I was reading, there was a Rolling Stone article from like a couple of years ago about his sexuality and how even that, the way he defined himself kind of fluctuated throughout the years. And a lot of it was with his faith and coming in and out of the church and stuff. But, um, just a really interesting story and way ahead of his time in the way he thought about that even um, in the 60s and 50s and 60s in the south so um, and just made jams made crazy jams man Um, also Tutti Tutti Frutti like reading the original lyrics were was about gay sex which is amazing the like original lines are wild they oh, really? changed them and made the first rock and roll hit. Yeah, it's literally like, I mean, I'll let you read them, but it's like about uh, lubrication and shit. <laughs> that's great. I love it. Obviously, tutti frutti, that's, booty, all, all that stuff. That's it's
0: like great. that's like that's like the proper way to like introduce a genre to the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was doing It's Crazy, um, but yeah. Also, that it kind of went you know they always say death goes in threes that um, yeah crazy. him and then Andre Harrell and then today Betty Wright um, all like and I think really an interesting perspective on like black music over the years right like the yeah. three of them have such a different role in things um, I think that's really uh, interesting and unfortunate that it all happened at the same time but um, yeah pretty wild Yeah, I mean they live they live long lives
0: though, you know, and that's kind of yeah. That's kind of all you can ask for in this journey. Like live a long, impactful life. At this point, too, for sure. Yeah. Um, What I do like though, to go with that is like they're getting this hindsight twenty twenty on giving them their flowers now and kind of people learning more about them, but. Yeah. Taking it to like verses and what's going on with these battles like these mm-hmm. these are like these are like living legends that are not old right they're like they're still out here they're still grinding and uh and we're like highlighting these people and kind of like giving yeah. them a resurgence like it's like definitely opening up more platforms yeah. yeah. for them but the Joe Scott Eric Badu thing man I think it's going to open up a lot like a new way of of doing the versus battle where it's like I think I think the other ones were cool. I think you know, obviously, like we had we had some some legends in there. T Pain, Lil Jon was amazing.
1: That was my favorite by far so yeah. far. T T Pain yeah. is
0: honestly, and just the fact that T Pain this man is like thirty five.
1: Like he's. It's my favorite party game. I always do that to people. How old is T Pain? And people are always mind blown that he is not yeah. that old. Yeah.
0: Uh. Uh. But so funny. Just giving them their flowers is crazy, I and mean, like the Joe Scott, Erica Badu thing was, was dope when they, they just switched up the energy and it was like uh, it, wasn't a, it wasn't like I got you on this one next, you know, it was like yo like, they were telling stories, they were like they, they've been supporting each other through like the industry as black women for a very long time and even when labels and the business try to pin them against each other for doing a similar thing even though, you know, their, their sounds are so drastically different yeah, um, it's just kind of cool that they were just in there being like it's always been love like they they really came and showed out for each other I thought it was really cool yeah
1: yeah it felt much more like why we all watch it where it was like a mutual appreciation thing as opposed to a, a show as much of like a, the show-offy like the battle that it was they've been trying to get people to be like um yeah and and the story i think i love the storytelling that goes with it right telling the background on on how the you know that's what's most interesting to me but i think as a dialogue between the two artists is really great um but yeah i think them as a one is the first female artist that they've allowed to do it but um and Neo Soul as just like its own kind of moment in time and historical thing I think that it'll help branch this out a little bit you know they tried obviously with the Benny Blanco and Ryan Tedder thing but that was um, corny that was corny man (laughs) it was corny but also so I think it's why it's such a different thing for like them because it's like they literally had to decide what what hits to come up with, as opposed to like, oh, let's tell the journey and like, here are like my twenty songs. These guys are like, I'm Ryan Tedder, I have a hundred and fifty number ones, I can just pull out whatever. Um, but yeah, I think this will help expand it a little bit. I saw people throwing out like Alicia Keys and John Legend as one, and like yeah, and they were both really they inter- were both like, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah, and I think it would be similar where it would be the storytelling and. A mutual appreciation um, as opposed yeah. to you know uh, beating on my chest to try and show you I got a better I like both intro. I like
0: the beating on the chest I think that for some of for some of these especially for the producers like it is it is funny to see like how they've like just how they created a sound and how like they can hit you with these these songs that you just totally forgot about that shaped our lives um, yeah like like people people kind of like I don't know if people do this more than I do but like just hating on Lil John for like what I thought was his story and how he came up and like and how he just like went to electro started doing the EDM thing and mm-hmm. it's kind of like this man is not really fulfilling something for me anymore um, but then when you think about it you're like yo like that was the soundtrack to my middle school
1: like, oh the, and high school. every song he played in his was just like oh wow this man has plays such a major role in my development that i'm like it just is the back you know it's just part of it and he's such a character but then you're like damn respect to the it gives you that reminder which is great
0: yeah i think uh, i think they didn't give because it was like it's such a learning learning curve i bet for them but um i really if i could do one over i'd, I'd do the manny fresh uh Scott Storch went over, and then just... Yeah. M- Manny Fresh is, is, like... I just... Blaze said it, but he was like, you could have Rockefeller without me and Kanye. You know, you could have... Blank without Blank. You can't have Young Money, mm-hmm. Cash Money, without Manny Fresh. So, it's like... Yeah. He, like, truly, like, made New Orleans b- bounce, like, come into the mainstream.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, I also... I, I really want them to switch platforms. Like it really, it needs to be on YouTube or something. Like, I can't... D- Dealing with the technical difficulties every week is kind of like a... Um, I mean, it is, it's it's very of our time that we all have the patience for it. for it. But I would love, you know, like what Quest does when he DJs, he, he's on you, streaming on, on YouTube. But it's on YouTube, YouTube, so like, you can listen to the records, right? I yeah. would prefer that we weren't like... Because you know I think obviously the Teddy Riley and babyface was the the pinnacle of technical difficulties, but um, to avoid that every week would be pretty great um, and just let people hear you know I think there's a, we're forgetting that there's so many people that are listening to this and hearing these records for the first time, and why not put it in a place that allows them to actually hear it and can metadata it so they can buy you know you can monetize it, all this stuff um yeah to me that would make way more sense but I get the ease of just clicking on a live and being there and watching yeah I think
0: it's I think Instagram is also trying to adapt to the times and figure out like how to make this like this is it's kind of is honestly black culture is like is like driving quarantine and making shit happen like every dope thing you heard about is coming from these crazy phenomenal black artists and like And like a platform like Instagram is honestly just like they gotta they gotta figure out how to adapt and keep up with the innovation that's happening with just like this kind of stuff. Like they wasn't meant for this, right? Like I Yeah, no,
1: definitely. Did uh did they
0: have did they have like the hour like we're shut down after an hour and we gotta come back on?
1: No, they seem to have gotten rid of that. So they got rid of that, yeah. Yeah, because that was pretty terrible at the beginning um, yeah. And it was just losing them viewers, right? There's so many people that just didn't know um, But yeah, I just, I, I would just love that if, if it was a direct feed of the songs That'd be cool But then again, I realize that trying to get all these people to Get an actual setup versus just their phone Is probably also a whole ordeal
0: yeah, I mean, some of these people are like, we got an iRig, we know how to do this so that you can hear it clearly, set up my mic, and then some people are like, uh, I got my phone and I'm just gonna play
1: some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I've noticed that, yeah. I mean, that's been such a, <laughs> a hilarious tell, I mean, that I baby face it. and Teddy Riley thing was so yes. funny, it was... Uh, and you know, and like Sean Garris was him, just like in his face, it's just like a whole other thing, yeah. Humber but was smacked. I think that I think I would, yeah, he was on some, but I I would also love, I think we're an interesting in between generation for this whole thing, right? I, I've, um, you know, there have been these older artists that, uh, I think are getting great, you know, it's great for us to, like, put a spotlight on them and stuff, but I think there's some great battles of the new, you know, like, I saw, like, they might do Luda and, uh... No, it's, yeah, it's happening. Who is it? Luda, Luda. and... Uh, right.
0: Put some respect on this man's name, and, man. Oh, N- Let's N- go. N- N- what are you talking about, Nelly. Yeah.
1: But see, you, but I'm saying, like, Luda and Nelly, like, that, that to us is, like, oh, shit, like, I'm all about it, but I think some of the other ones, like, the premiere one and teddy riley baby face like it's for such an older older generation i think especially yeah. if you're trying to move this on the platform and stuff i think it is uh you really can get more
0: i think Ludacris and nelly's about to fucking no Woo!
1: i'm so excited for that like that's who, who, you be
0: got? Who, who you got who you got in
1: that one i, th- I mean it has to be luda because he's got so many features um so many and he's got he's got a little bit of a longer thing but then it's like definitely the jams i've saw I've, I've seen people like talk about the difference between hits and jams with this um and like some of these so it is kind of the difference between the the um little john and t-pain one is like hits where we're just like yo this is a hit this yeah. is a hit versus teddy ryan and babyface is like jams where it's like oh this one this was my jam I think those are, like, very different feelings. Um, and you're picking, and, like, you even see it in kind of the way they pick songs, because they'll play songs they think are, like, gonna be, like, mic drops, and, like, people are like, that's, um, that didn't really have an impact. Yeah, that's a jam to some people. Um, but Nelly, for me, is, like, jams. What? And Luda's just got, Luda's got hits.
0: Yeah, Nelly, Luda, I think Luda had, what, it goes back to, like, he had, a long stretch, but he was also he's doing like features. These aren't always his songs, so.
1: But that does. Why would you not? That's not I'm, a rule. I mean,
0: it's not a rule. T Pain saying it. but I think Nelly got a lot of hits too, man. Like Nelly's gonna. Come oh no, I'm not
1: saying he doesn't have hits, but I, I think that like overarching plus Luda kind of has came a little long has a longer thing, right? Like he has more of more of the like Khaled stuff whereas Nelly's gonna have the yeah. Shanti and that stuff where like older stuff that's just like yeah um those are James but they were hits at the time but they're more jams to the culture got that at this Florida point. Georgia line man yeah we're gonna yeah we're, we're gonna he's, not, be gonna, out he's here. not gonna
0: he's not gonna play that that's not
1: he'll have to that's his biggest song ever that's literally crazy. that's the I, biggest, his just,
0: biggest song it's just not the crowd
1: but that's that's the difference between a hit and a jam. That's a um, hit, yeah, It yeah, ain't no. a jam.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. He's gonna he's gonna hit the pimp juice. He's gonna. I mean, yeah, Uh-oh. he's got he's got he's got he's got songs.
1: That'll be fun. I'll, I'm that's I'm,
0: all I'm Team Nelly. I'm putting my jersey on backwards. I'm putting <laughs> putting a band aid on my face, getting my Air Force ones out. Like man, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for Nelly. yeah for
1: nostalgia. Nelly is is a feeling for sure. I'm all in on that. They both are. Um, um That'll be great. That'll I love be that.
0: One. I love that. uh Lupe, Lupe woke up from a nap after oh, yeah. He's about like, it. He's like, I missed got, it. He's like, I missed it. Did they play Daydream? <laughs> was like, No. I was like, Nah. nah. I was kind of sad. I was kind of sad. That that's crazy.
1: Yeah, but I think that's like one of the best. One of the best things is uh what they pick, right? It is it's, a good. It's, it's a
0: good window into how they how they look at their yeah. their own shit
1: especially the artist with like vast catalogs where you have to pick versus like someone that has 15 or 20 and then it's like pretty sad but um, yeah where it's like oh I could have I didn't even remember that it didn't have a blip on my radar but it had such a huge impact on the culture that yeah. um, they don't even know that's, that's an interesting thing um,
0: Snoop, Snoop Dogg was talking about how uh, the only real person he can go against is Jay Z
1: Uh, that... No. I... I'd like to see Snoop do, like, a, a another West Coast... Dude.
0: There is no other way. Like, Snoop ran the West Coast for such a long time.
1: Yeah. Jay's... It's been interesting, everyone, trying to figure out what the Jay battle would be. He How, wouldn't do it. He wouldn't. He would never do it. But he's such an enigma... And the type of, you know, he's got, you can't put him against, you can't put him against like just a hip hop or like, you couldn't do a Jay-Z Nas because it would just be.
0: That's do you do a Jay-Z, just, you do a Jay-Z Snoop.
1: You could, but. Snoop's guy,
0: Snoop, Snoop and Jay have been in this for decades. They both have. I guess it the is, same. they have
1: just by sheer amount, they could probably go toe to toe, I guess. Central Seduction and, and it would be It would be a very I guess it would be A um, Like a polarizing thing Because it is Two drastically different styles That span The 30 years of Hip hop right Yeah um,
0: And they both And they both have Records in the past couple of years That have still done Really big Big numbers yeah. And like verses
1: And you know uh, What's his What, what is Jay-Z's f- Finale song at this point Empire State of Mind I mean that's what I would think but that's so wild I mean that's Florida Georgia line for Nelly there's no way that Jay is like oh man I really like that's my song first of all Jay would never do it
0: but <laughs> but if he had to hit the number 20 he would have to play Empire State of Mind cause that's just, that, it, yeah. just took, it, it, it took over it's the official New York song it's, it's kind of yeah. like the official American song like
1: it's just it's like the American dream in one song Yeah. You know? yeah no it's, that's funny yeah no that would be pretty wild yeah people were trying to do like Jay and DMX it's just like there's nothing No, nah, there's Snoop Dogg is the only person Snoop I guess is probably can the only that go
0: against him based on the range of hits
1: the he's uh, the only he's the only guy that's aged with hip hop right yeah, no he, one else yeah, is yeah. aged with hip hop aside from Jay yeah, all these guys have moments, and no one else has been able and to. And I know this.
0: that. And I know they have. I know they have mad stories that they just they could they could share if they're like legal.
1: Yeah, yeah. If that if that ever happened, that would break the internet. It'll never happen, but. That's the only uh, one. That one and the
0: Kanye Pharrell. If that if a Kanye Pharrell thing happened, yeah, that would just that'd be crazy. That would just go crazy because I honestly yeah. don't know who would win that one. That one would be, that one would literally be
1: like how did you pick your songs what's the order yeah like yeah that would be wild but and that would be such a i mean see what's in kanye's brain what he thinks he could literally play like he would he would do some wild kanye thing where he just plays all of 808s and he's just like these are the best beats i've ever made (laughs) and y'all don't understand it and we would just be like who who we are okay, sure, man but, but those but those songs still slap, so it's like all right. And and he could legit sit there and be like, I sh- this shaped a generation of music, this album. Yeah. Right? And it's just it would be a wild uh, and he's out you know, he is what he is. Or he yeah, or in his current state he could just play all of his Jesus music and we're all just screwed. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's
0: like I've I've promised myself and God to not play secular music and so my first song oh. is whatever dumb song that he has on his new
1: mm. Jesus project, and you're just like, "All right, cool, bro." Ugh. And it's like his Zoom backgrounds, just like a ma- is like "Make America Great Again." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my God, you're terrible. We miss you, Kanye. Um, R.I.P. But yeah, we... no verse has been great.
0: Yeah, I love that shit. Um, it's it's definitely. You know, it's just making, it's making, making this thing a little bit, a little livable.
1: Indeed. Should we dive into, um, the playlist?
0: Yeah, let's dive in. Let's dive in,
1: for sure. All right, you talk about the beginnings of this playlist, and then how, what how we got to here.
0: Yeah, um, so, yeah, we're, we're updating the Moon Knight playlist, and basically, you know, artists. I go by Mood by Mateo and uh, it's just another another way to connect with people and kind of show them the process that I go through with like looking at different artists um, seeing different production techniques or vocal arrangements that people are doing just kind of whatever innovation is happening with music um, and Moon Knight and honestly Moon Knight started as like my drive playlist is like how do i how do i come up with like i like music that's made that sounds like it's made for nighttime um that's when i like i connect with things the most and um so i wanted to make something that you could just like fully listen to on your drive and just kind of put you in like different elements and uh and yeah so that's where it started and it's getting a lot of getting a lot of love from like the inner the inner circle and people that that know know about me and yeah, I'm just like messing with that idea of like how to expand um, the brand into you know music curation, and a lot of people always ask like what kind of stuff do you listen to, and this is a good way to just kind of make people aware a little bit more, and also like you know, I think that it starts. A, I think great playlists start a conversation, and the um, connecting with with people that way is like you find out you find there's like an itch that people need to scratch when it comes down to like what are you listening to and also um like damn why didn't i find that why haven't i listened to this artist that there's so much music that's coming out now that like this playlist could take so many shapes and still be really good um Mm -hmm. so i really like the idea of also keeping it pretty short and not just like it's like almost album length right like it's like this is kind of setting you for a commute or whatever it is like we're not commuting but um not too crazy so the couch to the chair from the couch to the chair but that's kind of been the vibe i think you know this is the second installment that we we're doing right now and this is our first collaboration on a playlist besides like our vacations um which uh, which which honestly those those slap really hard we should definitely um make we should make our vacation playlist public but I guess they're probably like for a certain time <laughs> the, the, Vegas, the Vegas one the Vegas one is kind of timeless
1: yeah no I forget all my summer playlists and like are usually based around a trip um and then I forget you know I kind of move on but then you go back and you're like damn one of the most frequent playlists same places, is like my like 18 summer playlists. and I'm like and I'll put it on be like damn there were some jams that, yeah, that, jam. that shit was hot so yeah no uh, and our trips have been made made those playlists memorable and we,
0: yeah and we've done like very we've been pretty uh, well in Mexico we didn't have internet so we straight up <laughs> just played the the beach yeah, playlist, the same playlist the beach boys but, but in Vegas in Vegas we we were still like we're just playing this playlist it was kind of dope yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah this is our first like one on one collab that I think um You know, I wanted to get... You're just, like, really good at... You have a good ear for finding finding cool shit. And I think, um, with this specific one, I wanted to meld the worlds and see, like, you know, what we can come up with.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I make playlists all the time. I have one that I keep going every day, constantly. Um... And I find that, you know, these days, that's just playlisting is our generations making mixtapes, and it's such an easier, more accessible thing. Um, And I find, personally, you know, I, I find doing the playlisting for people as, you know, I don't do it for people to say this is the cool th- like oh you need to know like this thing but more to just get people to stumble down another hole right and maybe discover that they're into this different sound or this thing um rather than just try and put people on to artists like in the industry yeah. um yeah. and uh and yeah and i think that's that's the to me that's what music is about is about letting people explore and find make, paint their own palette with it and I think that playlisting helps do that these days especially yeah um, so we uh, we made this one what what was our what was our so I kind of our, uh, our 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 theme of this one our theme of oh this yeah one.
0: yeah 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 so this one um let's see I'm gonna share screen a quick boom um yeah, I mean, so this one, the theme for me, I guess I gave you the theme uh, that I was thinking, but kind of just going into uh, cool voices, like different different ways that these artists are kind of playing with, with voice as an instrument. And um, I don't know, man, I feel like there's there's obviously a lot of good music that that comes out. I think one of the things that strikes me about songs these days is like, um the vocal production or how like an artist that you might think you know switches up and does something completely different um Mm -hmm. where you can still recognize them but it's like just interesting they're using interesting tricks you know um so so yeah i mean we'll dive into it i put this i put this heartbreak anniversary first i think it's just like a really good way to just like jump off on a playlist um cool why why did you pick this one
1: um, One I mean Giveon's Having a little bit Of a moment Obviously Kind of Put on by Drake uh, Of recently uh, But I think he has A really cool voice It's a lot You know Deeper uh, Than Than most dudes In the R&B game These days Yeah um, And I think he just has A really cool use of uh, His instrument that is. And also, not, he doesn't sound as much like Sampa as people were giving him. Yeah, yeah. That when, that fir- when that first clip came out, and everyone was like, Snoop? And it's like, no, not at all. Um, but the, also, his EP is really dope. Uh, Take Time's awesome and showed that he wasn't just kind of this guy on a Drake song. He's already yeah. doing his thing um, and has a unique, unique thing to his voice for sure.
0: Um, what's our what's the rules on this can we play this and then YouTube it
1: um, or, or are the record labels gonna shit on our face probably not, yeah so don't don't play stuff we'll just talk about it damn people, we're gonna share the playlist in the yes. link below Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, yeah uh, and people can subscribe but no, I wouldn't play. okay um, we'll go ahead Brainy Howard Brittany's tight she's the goat yeah. I think uh, yeah I mean if, if anybody if, do we t- I, I guess we give some sort of background about everybody about the artists yeah. Yeah. yeah sure I mean Al, Alabama Shakes she's the lead singer she's which is one of the best rock bands I think of the past
0: decade um, and she's already got a voice that's like her. she's just got her own thing her own flavor going on
1: yeah yeah and I think that's what I think it's rare these days that you hear someone that is so unique and just complete all out tone, right I think a lot of these people are doing something interesting um or doing interesting vocal production, right? I think she just is different um one hundred percent her yeah. tone her the her use of her voice um her range everything um and it's pretty amazing and to have a woman of color queer woman of color as the lead of a huge rock band is amazing and then uh the solo project that she put out is amazing i think the songwriting's great it's much more personal than a lot of the album shake stuff and she took it all over the place with her sound um a little softer in places, but then also, then there's really unique stuff like Goathead. Uh, I love the I love the the keys and Goathead. Keys are dope. Um, I think it stands out as a. I don't know. I think she. I, I guess the whole project. She does. She 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 has such a big voice. I love how she can shrink it and still fill up space. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it helps with her storytelling. I think Go Ahead does that really well, um, without taking away from just like the tower, like the wall of sound that she is. Yeah. Um, and the the story is, uh, hits home and is amazing. So.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a great song. We also have
0: my my wifey, Rosalia. Rosalia yeah man what's that what's that uh song called <laughs> uh
1: april 14th <laughs> uh do you want to talk about rosalia
0: yeah man i love rosalia um nah she i think that i mean the only thing i can say about her and i think this song is beautiful because it, it's like stripped down it's just it's just a guitar and her singing and she's she's doing her um the flamenco style, like fully just getting getting into her crazy runs and vibrato and stuff. I think the cool part is that, as from what we've seen in her career, Rosalia is um, she's embraced how mainstream music culture, the industry has embraced her, and like I think it's great. I don't I don't like hate on an artist for like taking that and running with it. Um, no, no, no. I th- and I and I think she's navigated it pretty well. Like every every like hit she's given us since the, that since that moment where she's been recognized on a large scale has been like definitely not like the most experimental, but she's still doing like really solid stuff. Like and just jams like her stuff with uh, with J Balvin, the stuff like just her linking up with these different Latin artists and. Mm-hmm. Um, and just coming and bringing this flavor and just representing it for the women, like I think she's doing a phenomenal job, but uh I think at the same time, I'm excited for the eventual return to this kind of like softer, more mm-hmm. moody music that she started off with, and like you know her her like fir- her first album and her e p s they were like really pushing this uh the gymnastics of her voice like fully like yeah. she's she's so dope um and her range is way more than like getting on on like a a
1: nice like you know floor on the floor, the floor, the floor yeah. kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah i think uh yeah i think also we wanted to like highlight songs that aren't necessarily the big big hits for people and especially with an artist like her that is taking over the world um I think this one this uh, her first her first album is amazing and much more of a traditional flamenco sound but before she started doing so much vocoder stuff but shows that she's still I mean her voice is just super interesting and amazing I mean her vibrato is just some other yeah. worldly shit and um, but I I, I think. For people that may not know, I'd love for people to, like, hear this stuff and kind of see what her, her journey has been in such a short period of time. Um, I think she uh, she's one of my favorite artists. Every time she puts something out, I'm so intrigued to see what new thing she is. She seems very – she's putting out. And just the cool thing that she's pushing, you know, to take an a uh, uh, genre like flamenco and push it forward into – twenty twenty in the way that she's done is amazing right and so cool and different, especially yeah. when latin music is the sound of the globe right now um it yeah. is is pretty awesome to have the pop the female pop star be pushing flamenco as the 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 vehicle for that um
0: yeah for sure she's dope and she also seems like she's got a she's got a good she she has a good vision of um just knowing what she wants to do, knowing where she wants to take it. Yeah, I that's mean, her the visuals...
1: Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Her yeah. visuals
1: are always so beautiful, well-thought-out, cool, and art, you know, she, she's making art as opposed to falling into getting away from that, right? And I think that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. She's dope. Shout-out Rosalia. Well, I'd love to meet you one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: our boy, Smito, amphetamine... Smino, um, he's the man. Uh, shout out to Nelly, St. Louis. Uh, Smino is, I think, you, I, I've, you've been the only person that has really said that people don't rock with what he's doing, or you've heard people say. I, I, I don't. I, I guess I'm also not having enough conversations with people that don't don't know know him or like like his stuff i've um but i love what he does his his whole thing is pushing the bounds the boundaries of what he can do with his voice uh with different tones yeah. melodies everything and accents. be the accents Garrett's yeah characters, I mean, crazy yeah ev- everything i mean and that's what he does um but being the swaggiest, smoothest dude while doing it is a remarkable feat and uh yeah and musically and musically super strong. I always you know me, I'm always I want the the most musical choice to be done and usually shines through and he's truly does it. And um yeah, I love everything he does. What do you, what, what what where's your stance on it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think this is a great if 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 people haven't uh paid attention or know about him, I think this is a great entry point. Um, yeah. I think Infebre is a beautiful song and it shows that he's got this range of just the way he bounces on a track. It's like it's so dope, but he can also yeah. just slow it down and um he's got a lot of soul. I think Smino's also just one of the funniest characters to come out of out of the planet yeah. in a very long time. And um, the, yeah, and
1: clearly the most true to himself dude like he's just doing his thing and i love that in any artist and i think that always shines through um yeah and and he's hilarious i love that whole crew of dudes um like him and jid and buddy and all them are just the men Yeah, Uh, they're great but and this
0: man and this man got got a like broke his leg and put baby Air Force Ones on his on his crutches. On, so
1: on his crutches. It was like yeah. after like the first show of his first headline tour. And yeah. he realized he was gonna have to be on crutches and he as swaggy of a dude as he is, he put Air Forces on that shit it was dope. Yeah, so um, he, he's he the really,
0: man. Yeah, I mean his his voice is crazy. I think I think what what I what you were you were talking about is like I have I've I've heard a couple people that aren't like um, that kind, their ears perk up in a bad way when they hear his music. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe I played the wrong song because it because <laughs> I because you know like it is te- it's very uh, out there tequila, wild shit. Tequila, yeah. tequila is one that's like it's it's kind of oh shit, wanna mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, like yeah. If you you know if you or or clink, sorry. Um, so if you hear that for the first thing, you're probably, it might, you might not be into it. I think he has a lot of stuff that isn't as, like, experimental and, like, trying to
1: push that, push his voice as, as high, but... Yeah, um, and, but and that's think why that's I think yeah. is a great song because I think it shows a lot of the different stuff without being too, like, off-putting, uh, where you're like, I don't really know what this guy does.
0: Uh, yeah, and I think that's also, like, part of the... if you're If you're really pushing... The music and your voice, and you're trying to do something new. Like, I think you have part of that is like being fearless and knowing that, like, not everybody is gonna understand it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's like
1: you gotta kind of scare people a little bit, um, or else, what are you doing? You know, you want people to have a, a, a visceral experience with your music to show that it's actually doing something. The worst thing is for people to be like, that's cool. Yeah. But that's it, I'm, so... Um, I know that feeling all too well.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bag back, back away, Harriet Brown.
1: Um, another just cool... This is more vocal production. Um, what he does is really cool. He produces... He makes all of his music on his own. He produces everything. Um, this is more of a... You know, there's some picks on here that are more just... Uh, up and coming cool interesting stuff Um, and I think yeah his vocal production is really cool and I'm intrigued to see where he goes with it Um, but yeah I I don't have a ton to say about him but I I really like I I like what he did it it stood out to me I mean I I love the drums on that song crazy
0: yeah Yeah, see
1: like it's so interesting like everything just stands like I'll I can hear something really quickly just for uniqueness and vocal production and stuff like that and then you're pointing out like all these <laughs> production things I'm like yeah I guess the drum, I I have, now I need to re-listen to to what his drums were on that yeah John um, Fire which uh, I guess if we if we could play the playlist while we're doing this we could do a whole analysis but
0: yeah when we get the when we get the uh the big checks the, for the this. beats the beats one Yeah exactly and, um I picked John Bat Do you know John yeah, Bat?
1: No. I know Anna Wise but uh Yeah
0: analyzes on Um this song is crazy to me like it's John Bat. I mean I like his voice it's not it's just real su- real smooth and silky he's not like he's not doing ne- necessarily like anything super crazy he just like really understands how to like pick song pick beats and and, and ride them really well and find these like weird pockets his cadences are really special Um, this song is also just in a weird time format, it's not in Mm 4-4, it's like, they, they extended a bar, so it just kind of, like, it feels, the whole song makes you feel a little anxious, but in a, in a really Mm -hmm. good way, like, it's like, you can't, you can't not have it playing and not know that it's playing, it's very, like, it, it doesn't, like, fade into the background very easily, um, yeah. And I and him and him and Anna Wise they have been working they've done a couple songs together and like I really like Anna Wise I think she's she has a very a similar like very like
1: easy voice to listen to. Yeah, um, and for those that don't, don't know, Anna Wise was on uh, Kendrick's "If uh, These Walls Could Talk." If these walls, yeah, yeah, um, and that originally was her song, and then he took it and flipped it and turned it into yeah what it is today. But um,
0: yeah yeah so i mean just kind of yeah just check check that out and we're just like i don't know it's like a, it's just an interesting song it's like it's it's one of those where you're like i wish i made that song
1: (laughs) do you how often do you experience that as an artist every
0: every day and more when i'm like when i'm putting it together because i i I have like playlists that i'm just kind of like i need to like this and throw it in the can so that i can listen to it later just if i come across Mm -hmm. anything but um i mean a lot there's just a lot of good music and a lot of really talented artists that are doing doing things that aren't getting the shine but um i don't know i have it like every probably like once a week i'm like oh man and it's never like it's never the song it's never usually the full song yeah. It's usually like I wish I came up with that progression. I wish I came up with that, that drum lick.
1: I wish Yeah, I that's what up, I was gonna yeah. say.
0: That concept.
1: Yeah, I would say these these days are you finding you're you're listening more to that in just like overall production stuff, little moments, or do you find since your background's mainly in being an M C do you like still find yourself lyrically being like, damn, that was crazy lyrically or do you think you've moved past since now you make a much more personal music do you, do you feel that um it's mainly production stuff that stands out to you
0: i think it's mostly production um, yeah it's mostly production because it's you just hear there's you you do hear a lot of stuff that kind of sound like it sounds the same right like things are kind of becoming other versions of themselves and other songs and then they're all like on the same playlist and you know that's kind of how yeah. like that's kind of how m- music is is not only being made but it's being pushed that way it's like yeah you know, there's it, the whole streaming game is wild and, and it's definitely changed music right like you turn in a song and if uh, if you if your vocals don't come in in less than six seconds then these playlists aren't gonna they're gonna be like this is we're not gonna pick this up we can't promote this like because people are gonna click away like all that so it does it does like define the way artists are submitting the final version of the song like they they're doing that so i Mm -hmm. think when you find these other songs that are like taking the chance on themselves and like really experimenting with like not coming in for a minute 14 seconds and letting the beat do Mm -hmm. its thing or like you know whatever the case may be i think that's that's kind of that's intriguing to me cuz i think like we were talking about before it was like you know with um with like my songs like the one that has the least streams that wasn't mm-hmm. on a playlist is the one where i'm like but that's the real one that's the one that people are actually exactly. like, I, I can see who's i can see who's touching that and saying i want to listen to it this is yeah. one that's you know so i think
1: just playlist it in the dsp world yeah, that exists yeah yeah. yeah yeah so i think I
0: think with a lot of, especially with this playlist, it's a lot of like, um, these are people that are don't feel like they're playing the game more that they're just like really trusting the process and be like, well, I'll get I'll get fans. I just got to keep on, kind of doing what feels right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, no, definitely. I think that that's um, what I do like about this play. You know, your this playlist and I think just both of ours, kind of way that we listen to stuff for this this um exercise i guess is that it's i i, I do value the the unique choices these days even more because of how much two minute songs that have the same structure and the same progressions to just get streams and just catch people's ears i yeah i want something that's going to make me kind of tilt my head and go oh that was that was interesting and different yeah. and 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 especially like whether it's vocal production or song structure or whatever it might be, um, that's what really stands out these days and, to me.
0: And like it's kinda and just just to go off that, like, I think that there's different ways to go about it, but like I do find myself like I don't have the best playlist for a party. I don't. Yeah. Like I, I really don't. And and like I respect the people that can do that that that's like their goal they're like I, when I get in a group of people and we're playing music I'm gonna have all the hits like I'm gonna have all these things that yeah. people wanna like like rock out to and stuff and I'm like like I'm if I put this on people gonna be like Will you, they, I, they always go like are, are you trying to like kill the kill the mood or something and it's yeah, like yeah. but but for me I'm like I could listen to this kind of stuff with people and, and it's it feels like a vibe to me so yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I listen to
1: di- different, but, um, I get. Yeah, it. I think it's it's all setting and stuff, but yeah, I get. I think that those are bigger issues to conquer. I guess with the with the sp- playlisting world, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Benny <laughs> sings, my world. Benny sings. What um, what, a, what a name. What a what a easy peasy name uh no I love Benny Sings um he makes really you you know it's kind of like the Rosalia thing where you take a very simple concept but you make this very unique interesting music it's pretty much just him and his piano really like laid back production but he has a really cool interesting voice um I think my world's like a good interesting accessible point for him um Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't make music that's out there or, or weird. But it, he's got really fun, cool, just like great chords and um, and yeah. I love. I love his voice. It's like fun, it's really fun and soothing to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. No, it um, is. It's super easy listening. But very different from most people, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I, I mean the what how, Obong Jair. Obong. J- I, I, that that's as we're gonna say that's as good as we're gonna, sorry if anybody actually knows how to say his name yeah um that that song is dope he's Friends. a beast yeah so this is like this would fall under the like someone making music that i'm like yo you're doing something yeah. wildly different um yeah. and his vocal is just you super out there um he's like nigerian born dude li- lives in london Grew up in London, um, and yeah, his music is kind of that genreless wave, super influenced by everything. But um, any uh, Richard Russell, who who runs XL, XL puts out Adele, Jamie XX, XX tons of different people. But um, yeah, small time. Found him and yeah yeah well yeah uh and it's the best uh yeah uh he found him and it's just uh, yeah his music's remarkable and genreless and really pushes um the bounds of what what you think you're listening to I think at every moment um uh, yeah yeah, and every song from him is very different and weird and out there and um but in a very like i find it you know it's not jarring weird right i think that's like also i guess my use of weird i like weird i like it basically just being different i don't want it to be the same and uh yeah but you can go weird that. and you can go weird and just be
0: like nah that's not for me. weird for
1: the, yeah it's not weird for the sake of being weird right yeah. i think there there's very very big differences it's like you find um, you find
0: like a new way to express the same emotion then that's cool
1: yeah and i'm all about especially being in the music industry so many people want to say oh it's this meets this well, and like i want songs where someone can literally be like i can't even tell you what the, you just have to listen to it yeah um and he makes that that music whatever that is yeah um and uh Friends is a good, good entry point for that. And I think what he's doing all over it is really cool.
0: Yeah. I'm Do you have to check, specific check
1: more? Outward. Pro- oh, Do you With, have uh, specific production uh, notes? On that on one? On that one? <laughs> nah.
0: I think it's just, it's just all around just like really interesting to listen to. And mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to like listen to more of his work and mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it is it's uh, worth
1: it is the forward wave um, but I will say he like just put out a song with um, a day trip and take a day trip and Santi and like some other guys that's way more like a more traditional song structure R&B kind of vibe and he can still fit in there yeah. um, so that's like I, I think what he what he's gonna end up doing is gonna be pretty cool to watch yeah it dope yeah. Uh, we got we got our girl Dana Williams. Dana, um, that's the homie. Shout outs to Dana. Um, shout, out, shout out Dana. Shout out Dana. No, I think I I I love Dana's music. I think she's an amazing songwriter. Um, but has a very beautiful, unique voice. Um, great vibrato, cool tone. Um, once again, simple taking a simple form and. You know, her show, she's an amazing live performer, and it's mainly her and her guitar. Her band's really great, but, uh, like, I think she's strongest when it's just her and her guitar because it lets her instrument of her voice really shine. Yeah. Um, and she's just got a cool, cool ass tone. Yeah, she sounds great. And it's like,
0: this is a good song for you to just, like, focus on that because it's literally just her and uh, her guitar.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah and the song especially like as as songwriting goes is really uh, beautifully and it's four times right now I think is uh, even more prevalent about being hard on yourself yeah um
0: Peter Manos
1: Tennessee that was your 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 pick yeah
0: did you get a chance to listen to
1: it yeah I have it on, on my playlist my other playlist oh really yeah damn how did I find that Maybe, I actually don't know. Maybe. I don't
0: know. I don't know if I pulled it from you, but uh, nah, yeah. Man, I love uh, I love auto tune, done, done in like a really, almost, not familiar way. But it's like, I don't know. Good a good singer on autotune that uses it right is so dope. Yeah. And uh, when you don't need it, but you're still just kind of like messing around for the effect, like you know, like I think Bon, I think Bon Iver kind of made that like cool in the indie world to just like mess around mm-hmm. with these like these vocal effects and but not necessarily like do it as a crutch. Um, yeah. and this this song for me is like really smooth but just that added it added so much and it wouldn't be it it would still be a decent song but I think it I think just adding that kind of thing that flavor on it is like man like
1: I don't know it just came out yeah. so nice. I think you put it perfectly. He's one of those guys that I'm he's using autotune especially on the song as a as a tool and as an instrument not as a crutch or this is going to be the thing that only thing that makes my music cool I think he uses it really well and it it sounds really dope and um it
0: it carries the mood it carries the mood the way that it wouldn't have done yeah without it makes it sadder yeah yeah um yeah shout out Peter Manos I would love to
1: work, work with that cat he's Dope. Um, yeah, our, fav-
0: our favorite, our
1: favorite, our favorite guy—the Godfather, the, the senior member of this playlist,
0: the senior member of this playlist, our homie Swamp Dog, Swamp Dog. Damn, um, I, I love me some Swamp Dog, man. I, I couldn't not put this man on the on
1: the playlist. He's he's a legend and having a great moment the past couple years. Um, what 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 stands out to you about Swamp Dog?
0: Um Swan. I mean, the the biggest thing for me is that he is uh, his age weighs on him in the sense of he's writing about true pain over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that, as dope as you can be in your twenties and thirties, it's so rare to have these like Amy Winehouse type of characters that are like young and understand like real pain. Mm-hmm. And Swamp Dog is like you can't write those songs without living life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even when they're they're not like they're just like it's a simple concept. Like he like this song the in the lyrics, this is a lyric song for me too, like where First. he's just he's straight up like, I don't like hanging out with my homies because they they talk about their wives and they go home to they they go home to you know people they love and I go home alone mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. uh I don't know, it's just like really painful but it's such a good observation for somebody that's like that's like really experienced that um that crossover into into adulthood and he's also just got a cool story and he's he's clearly like a polished singer and artist in general, like I feel like he just gives me the sense that these songs are not that hard to make anymore
1: yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? he he <laughs> is a proof of I mean I think a lot of especially talking about this place a lot of it is showing how simple like a great song can just be very simple and beautiful and using your instrument that is your voice um, to convey that and I think that's his genius and but you're right. Like it, t- it takes seventy years of life for you to one experience the experiences he's he's singing from and getting the emotions that makes it simpler for him, and to write something that comes from a place that, you're like, yes, this man has lived this and is talking from, uh, his heart. Um, but yeah, and then I guess more so, I'm all. I mean, outside of just this song, I'm all in on him just from. The ride he's had being reinvigorated by the Poliska and Bonaire guys um and you know doing and then he's got these old timey sounding soul songs that then have interesting cool new production and weird auto tune stuff and we out yeah. there stuff, but still the heart of the true old soul
0: yeah and the I think I think I think too the what uh was was dope is like, and I just had this thought, so I'm still forming, but like when you when you when you listen to like older artists, like you listen to like a you know f- fucking Paul McCartney or something right it's like this oh, yeah, man yeah. you've heard this man for decades you he was making classic songs before we were born, so like mm-hmm. he puts out a new record it doesn't fe- like it feels detached in a sense mm-hmm. it feels like you've already heard this man's perspective maybe and like that's like also like not to not to say any, not to like degrade how amazing of a musician he is and writer i'm just saying like i think that's someone of broad. yeah, yeah i think that someone like swamp dog that is like just getting out here is like his story is like a lot more refreshing as an older gentleman of the arts where it's like you haven't heard his story yet. You haven't heard his pain. So it's like being that old but also having this newness to you is like we we value age so much in the music industry where mm-hmm. we don't give no one's looking for like the next seventy year old act to sign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what's so beautiful about his story. It's like this man is out here, he's lived he's lived so many lives and yeah. we're finally hearing his story and it's finally getting the time it deserves and like um and those are like stories of pain that because he's lived it so long that once you like get a little bit of money you're still reflecting on a full life of that of that path
1: yeah instead
0: of being like successful for 50 years and then here's my like you know i'm doing and to be read
1: and to be reintroduced to the world in this, like, unique way of... Uh, that this team worked with them on, right? Is like, it's much more organic and Americana and rootsy than the traditional, like, what you try and do with an artist, right? And especially to do, and to do that with a guy in his later stages of life is really amazing. To take something that we all know Right in this genre and this type of music, and take a new perspective on it, and also allow and, and allow him to shine on it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and like the newest album, I, I know that took him. It's like all in recording in Nashville, and so way more of a country influenced feel, but still as soulful and cool. And now just like of, I, the,
0: I got money, bitches. <laughs>
1: But good for him. He's the like
0: man. I, I say that his next his next project is just like shitting on how everybody's broke. He's
1: gonna make a he's gonna make a Migos album next. He's gonna, he's
0: gonna be hanging out with
1: Drake's dad. Drake's dad <laughs> 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 Him and
0: Dennis. Yes.
1: Him and Dennis. Yeah. There's there's the other end of what someone <laughs> trying to come out at seventy something making this type of music could do. Yeah. And it's not not as great. <laughs> That's funny. Um Swamp Dog man.
0: Shout out Swamp Dog. Um James Blake. Who's that guy? Who's Don't that guy? It.
1: Just unknown guy.
0: Why'd you pick this song?
1: Um I picked this song because I think It felt, I mean, for me, it felt like the first um, of this kind of new way of what he's doing, of kind of doing pitch shifting and time shifting his vocal um, in, like, a really interesting way. But it's such a beautiful, heartfelt, emotional song, right? Yeah. Um, And it goes back to kind of what we've been talking about, is where you can do these unique vocal things. Um, unique production moves that only add to the emotion and don't take away from it and try and be like your shtick Um, and I think that all of James Blake's stuff he's always done unique vocal stuff but this um, is one of the newer things he's done but also super unique and he's still propelling himself forward while writing just beautiful beautiful music
0: He's definitely one of he's one of the the and he's like one of my favorite artists. Definitely my top in my top yeah. five right now. But um, he's definitely one of those guys where I'm like, I have the feeling the most where I'm like, I wish I wrote that. I wish I wrote that. I wish I came up with that. I wish I like. He just mm-hmm. fully like he's just in a pocket. And this was actually, I remember this song came out before Assume Form, mm-hmm. um, and it did introduce like this new wave that he was trying to it was kind of like the intro into like these weird vocal chops speeding up the voice and like doing it like way more dramatically than he's done in the past and like uh it was kind of like yo guys like take come with me on this journey real quick i'm gonna be doing
1: this more seemed like that
0: was like a statement
1: yeah he's an artist that i every time he puts out new stuff I think so much about his, about the approach, right? I think that he, you can tell that he's so intentional in his approach to his songs. Everything is very deliberate. And, um, and I think that's, it just shines through. I I think about that a lot. I'm very much into the people's process and you can just tell in the way that he works, that it's, uh, the approach is so unique and beautiful. Um, and then, you know, we just saw him play with just him and a piano and, it was just as emotional if not more uh moving stripping it back and it it, how he can still live in both of those spaces um is amazing right without all Um, the tricks without all the tricks as he said very nervously before starting
0: yeah um yabba
1: evergreen yabba personally my favorite vocalist out right now. Well, coming out right now, she just put out her first single distance for her new project. Um, she's just a powerhouse. Like, one of those people that's just gifted with a voice that is just wild and can do things that you can't teach someone to do. Yeah. Um, and I think Evergreen's a cool example of just little... I she, She's one of those people that just the nuggets, the little tiny things she does are so beautiful and unique and Effort, effortless like she's crazy to me um on some other stuff she i mean she's got crazy runs and does all these wild shit mm-hmm. um but this song's really cool um and i'm just I, everything she's been on when she pops up i know it's gonna be special um when she did the, when she did uh how deep is your love with pj that's like one of my favorite things they won grammy for it um and that was often her just singing his ver- his arrangement on Instagram and then he was like yo come record this live with me and then they want to grammy off of that that's crazy yeah that's wild um, she's a beast and she's working with Quest Questlove and Mark Ronson and doing Rick Rubin again, Rick Rubin making real ass music and that's uh, awesome
0: yeah um, she's getting looks I'm I'm excited to hear what this new album sounds like yeah she's a beast um Moses
1: Sumney legend young legend. legend legend um i mean do you want to talk about Moses? I can talk about
0: do you think? I mean Moses uh i mean honestly <laughs> just listen to Moses like this man is <laughs> <laughs> Moses Sumney is dope. He's we we got to see him at Soho um mm-hmm. with just him and a guitar. That was super cool. Uh he just got like such a beautifully controlled voice Mm -hmm. and uh and yeah i know that that man has you know he's like one of the young the young cats that has uh seems like he's like lived lived a lot of lives already
1: yeah and and one of those vocals that you go there's no way he can sing like that live
0: (laughs) yeah right
1: And then we sat in a room where it was him and his guitar and we were twenty feet away and he was singing exactly like that live. It's yeah. just so controlled how you can sing in your falsetto like that and do create like I mean it's beautiful. Yeah. Um yeah, another another person that's just like I find the beauty in his voice. He's not doing a ton of stuff. It's just like, wow. Yeah. You were given this given this unique, beautiful instrument and you're using it. Um Yeah.
0: And another, another,
1: yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, uh, I was, and then just on the artist level, I think he's, um, it's great to see like more unique black voices doing their thing in their mm-hmm. own way. Um, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I,
0: I like Moses a lot. I think he's definitely somebody that's gonna, he's, he's, he hasn't even reached what we are gonna, like, we're gonna be so impressed by him for. for the years to come you know and he's getting and he's a dope collaborator he's collabing with like a lot of other favorite artists and they're just all like seems like people are really getting into this groove of finding i don't know the like it's like the all-star teams have been forming and like yeah moses and james blake and like a lot of people justin vernon yeah it's like all right You guys are on the same wave. That's great. I love it. Which is great
1: to see those dots connecting. Um, And he seems like he's got a great understanding of the world that he wants to create. If you listen to his music, I I think he creates a world. Um, I think James kind of does this in in a little bit, but I think Moses creates very much uh, a world. And uh, you, you feel like you're going into a big novel when you listen to his albums um, and he kind of he did that with like the new projects he's like rolling them out in a very unique way and he did like a, a live experience that's with it and I think that the music really uh, facilitates that in such a great way um, I yeah. do feel like it's an experience listening yeah, Mo- to it yeah Moses does
0: sound his songs all sound like he is in a really big church and that he lives in that's abandoned <laughs> and all all of and he can't escape it like he like there's no way out of it and and you're just listening to this man that's trapped inside it's uh, like that um what
1: was that what was that movie with the books when we uh page Page master Master. classic I feel like his his songs are like that like oh my like just take you into and it's like the now I'm in movie now we're in here like oh and it's just it's a fully enveloping experience uh Yeah. yeah that's how Moses Omni is is the page master.
0: That's a pretty funny reference.
1: Uh, <laughs> and was that Macaulay Culkin? The yeah. Page it, it does it start as a live action? Yeah, they go yeah, into and then they go into animation. cartoon.
0: Yeah. Man, I wonder if
1: that we, movie still holds up. We should rewatch it. I remember it because they did like a promotion where you could get the books. So I had a special edition Treasure Island from that like from Pagemaster.
0: Damn. I, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say <laughs> movie definitely holds up.
1: Definitely. We don't even need to watch it. It
0: definitely holds Everyone up. Everyone
1: go out and watch Pagemaster.
0: You let us know. Yeah. Um, I I did, I did I forgive me. I did a I did a a, a playlist, no no, but I put Anna Wise and and John back on this thing, man. Um, but it's has been the wisest song Featuring John Bat, And nice. uh, this, is, this is just like I think there's a theme that I didn't necessarily know before But there's a couple A lot of songs on here it's At least four or five Not too many songs But at least four or five of them Are like These artists that have Really cool production mm-hmm. Usually But we, we picked a lot of the They're like stripped down Acoustic songs this yeah. is one of the, and and Nova is one of the Anna Wise songs that's just like They're just out here doing a duet with guitar
1: Yeah that, I mean I think that's the best entry point to these uh, Especially with the idea of These people's voices um, I think that that's like the best Way of Giving people entry points of looking At it that way and from a different perspective Than their big production And um, Yeah what better way and that's awesome that we figured that out <laughs>
0: oh we totally did it on purpose um, yeah, yeah oh yeah,
1: yeah yeah and and
0: like it's so uh, you know you go to like so many different performances and concerts and see strip like stripped down stuff doesn't always work mm-hmm. right like it can come off as like kind of like amateur I guess like it doesn't feel. Yeah. it you gotta have like a certain performance and delivery and like, you know, the, uh, the whole thing's gotta be there for like an acoustic song to like actually hold some value over over the whole period of the song, I think, you know? Like, you gotta, mm-hmm. I don't know, you gotta be in the zone, basically. So I like, yeah. I like when you hear a good acoustic
1: song. Same. Uh, Future, my Islands. Fe- Future
0: Islands. Future
1: Islands you're all in on future islands.
0: I am I'm late to the game. I'm very late to the game. Um doesn't matter. I mean,
1: as long as you get there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I heard seasons when it came out and I really liked it. I just didn't uh, if, you know, whatever. I just didn't like pursue it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Samuel T. Harry, man, like that man is an is an enigma. He's weird. His voice should not be inside that body. <laughs> um yeah yeah i mean he's just dope little Dreamer is is like one of those where it's like it's not it's not it's not on their album it's like not one of their big mm-hmm. songs but it's just a really beautiful like sad song and he his perfor- performance on it is like what i look for in saying what you yeah um
1: he feels like one of those people that goes in and does like one take and puts every ounce of sweat he has on the microphone and leaves
0: (laughs) he is a sweaty Um, man
1: which yeah if you see him live he's the sweatiest person but in like the best way like he's giving you everything and uh but that shines through you on the records um he's awesome And, and yeah like you said definitely another voice that you're like I don't I did not picture that guy but um And and it's just like I think they make music that's just so as another like weird, cool, interest like different thing like you would never. I can't tell you exactly what it is, where it comes from, what, but it it's and and it comes from the inside of that man.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those and it's one of those things too where like you look at what he does and what Future Islands does, and it's clear that they like, you know they they make they make music without they make the music first and then they they pack they package it later it's like yeah they just make the shit they're like let's go let's make it whatever he's feeling or whatever his band is feeling like they do it and you can tell because they're just a they're they're a tour band like they they were never worried about like where we need we need to be on this wave and this wave it's like nah like We're going to make this shit. And, like, Lil Dreamer is a lot different from a lot of the other songs uh, because a lot of their stuff is, like, they have this upbeat 80s synth pop kind of Mm -hmm. vibe going on. Um, And there's, like, not too many bands or artists that can, like, do that successfully where they're just like, we're going to make whatever we want to make, and you're going to come with us on this, you
1: know? Yeah. Totally. They're, they're, They're their own thing, and I love it.
0: Also Time Move Slow is uh is just one of those performances where I'm like you're you sound like a 60-year-old
1: black man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, is it is one of my great one of my favorite things when you hear someone's voice and then you their body is not is a completely separate thing. I mean Brittany, when
0: I first heard Alabama Shakes I was like First of all, I thought it was a guy.
1: Yeah. And then
0: uh there's Brittany Howard and I'm like, what is going yeah. on here? It's the best. Who is this random woman from the South making She's this beast.
1: music? Well, that's the whole playlist. Yeah, man.
0: I'm excited to to share it with people in uh I don't know. I think it's I think it's a really good collection of songs.
1: Yeah. I think it's um It's still true to the mood night vibe, but also, um, I hope that people listen to this as like an accompaniment to it and understand Mm -hmm. the perspective and the theme and where we came from with picking them. Yeah,
0: dope. Well, thank you for uh, for collabing on this with me. I'm excited for the next one. And uh, keep it rolling. And if you like what you hear, (laughs) subscribe below. Subscribe. (laughs)